picture or a video may be worth a thousand words, but sometimes the bigger story is not always told. We are a monthly program dedicated to telling you those stories with analysts and opinions from those that go beyond the lens. We are AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. For our first episode of Beyond the Lens, we have a roundtable discussion, and we will bring in at this time Chris Kalen out of St. Louis, Missouri, the home of Bigfoot, Dustin Hart from Nags Head, North Carolina, close to the home of Gravedigger, Ed Horman from the Missouri area, and Josh Rhodes from Ramsey, Illinois. Fellas, our first question tonight is, what do you think of the Robbie Gordon monster truck? Now, he's been in the off-road scene and driven basically anything with an engine and a transmission for a long time. And my personal opinion is that he's good for the sport. I like seeing the crossover theme happening in monster trucks, and I like what's going on. What do you guys think about this whole Robbie Gordon monster truck? agree with you, Robbie. I, uh, I've watched Robbie Gordon with many different things. Everything he steps into, he's very successful. The one thing I like to see when he finally does pick a series or wherever he plans to go is it be promoted uh, fairly for him. I mean, if he were to go to Monster Jam or wherever, um, they, that needs to be promoted. I mean, Robbie, he had, Robbie Gordon has fans all around the world, and it would help Monster Jam a ton or wherever a ton just to promote, hey, he's going to be here, or hey, he's thinking about it. Why not, why not just jump up on it? Why not post an article on your website about, hey, Robbie Gordon's thinking about joining um, Monster Jam or so on and so forth? I think it's an awesome idea, and what do you guys think? I kind of agree, but I don't. I don't agree at the same time. It's the fact that yeah, Robbie Gordon's had whimper in NASCAR over the years, but he's been in Baja over the years. He's done a great job building the Baja suspension trucks. My major concern with him coming in is I don't think he has a clue on how to set that truck up to run a full event. I definitely got to jump in there and disagree with that a little bit. You know, I think that he has an entire crew worth of people that would make it pretty much any monster jam any promoter jealous i mean you saw some of the videos that have been posted of his stuff and he's got just an absolute fleet of crew guys compared to anybody else in this sport i think that it's going to take a while like anything else to to adjust from something like a nascar or from an off-road truck series i think that they're going to be able to do it i do agree that it's going to take a little while to get set up for an event but i believe looking at his equipment it's top-notch Looking at the way the truck landed, especially for a first time out, uh, no different than uh, you know anything that we've seen before. A lot of times, guys will set up the suspension a little too stiff. You didn't see him walking out of there with an injury of any kind, uh, and he was flying that truck pretty good. He was getting it. He's getting on it a little bit. So, I think that he can definitely set the truck up. I do agree that it'll take a while, but uh, you know if he eventually does decides to come over that Monster Jam series or whatever, running with whoever, I think that he's going to have all of his. Uh, all of his pieces together and everything ready to go. I think he'll have everything ready to go, but I still think he's going to have a rude awakening when he comes walking into the monster truck scene. I agree uh, partially with what you're saying uh, there, Josh. I think a big help with him is um, uh, Frank, and I'm, I can't think of his last name right now. From, Frank Chattini. Uh, Frank, Frank Chattini. There we go. From uh, the big dummy truck, monster jerky truck, whatever truck you may have seen him in. I think he's going to be, he's probably the big driving force behind all this and helping Robbie and Casey and everyone over at that group with the, with the effort of what they're doing. 
Definitely. Chris, what do you think about this whole Monster Energy, Robbie Gordon, Monster Truck? Well, I absolutely think it's going to be a great thing for the sport having uh, such a high-caliber racer such as Robbie Gordon come in. And we're not exactly sure where he might be running or even if he is, but he's going to be bringing, from what I can understand, a plethora of new things. I've already heard that he's um, that he either has put in or is considering putting in a full carbon fiber seat that he's been using in his uh uh, NASCAR Spring Cup car for several years, and uh, that's really something that I'd like to see. Um, we've just now got most everyone in the industry switching over to the ISP and the Butler and the other aluminum-style seats, and I think that he is going to bring a lot of really, really trick and unique parts. Already the carbon fiber seat, I could, I could see him honestly doing one of the first monster truck bodies we've seen in carbon fiber. I wouldn't want to be the one paying the bill for it after he rolls it over, but I can just see so much stuff coming down the pipeline out of his truck and his shop. It's really somewhat amazing to think what he can come up with, and not just in terms of the use of carbon fiber. I mean, they could build some really, really trick bypass and suspension items that we have never seen on a monster truck before. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what he can come up with. I think you definitely hit on a good point there, Chris. I, the whole concept of crossover, you know, whether it's a crossover of technology, of course, you know, Robbie Gordon's team of mechanics, crew guys, you know, some of the best in the business, they can put together a monster truck in a very short amount of time. They can put together all this great stuff, and uh, they have the know-how. They can bring some of their technology over from various uh, motorsports and I think that the, the crossover doesn't just limit itself to the technology, though. Uh, although the technology part is great, I think, as, uh, as Ed and, Ed and uh, Josh mentioned before, there is a crossover of a fan base. There's a crossover of even sponsors like Monster. Um, we've seen that before with Damon Bradshaw. I can remember when he won his Freestyle World Championship a couple of years ago. He brought a can of Monster up there. He had his Monster hat. You know, I, I'm not a huge fan of everything being about the sponsors i think it should still be about the drivers and and their abilities but i don't think it's going to hurt as far as mainstream exposure for the sport of monster trucks robbie gordon's definitely going to bring that to the table and he's not the first person to do it but he is one of the bigger bigger names to do it i agree with you there the problem i still foresee though is how much of a learning curve he's going to have coming into the sport because right now if you look at it he's used to doing 36 races a year in a nascar and Two of those is where he performs really good on a road course. He's going to have a just, he's not going to be very good when he comes in, I don't think. Over time, maybe after he gets a season or two under his belt, he could be up there with like the guys like Bradshaw or Adam Anderson. But right now, I don't see him doing very good. Now, I understand that it's a, it's a steep learning curve, Josh, but what you're saying is that you don't think he's going to be able to adjust in a race or two. He's, he's going to take almost a full season of seasoning to get to the point of an Adam Anderson or one of the higher caliber drivers of the sport? Maybe a season, season and a half, then I'll start thinking he's a little bit better. But until I actually see him out in a competition type event like a monster truck, like a monster jam, say CFP or something like that, you're not going to really know until you get into that situation. It's just like NASCAR. You can run as many hot laps as you want to around Bristol, but you go and actually run the race, you can be spun out in 30 seconds and be done, or you can have a crappy race. 
Definitely. I understand what you're saying there. You know, practice does make perfect. He does have the resources available to him that a lot of other teams do not, and that is the ability to practice. Seed time is a, is at a premium. You can see a lot of the guys on the Europe tour for Monster Jam have breakout seasons after they get more seat time. So I definitely see what you're saying there. I also believe, though, that, uh, you know, throttle rhythm is throttle rhythm. You see guys like Pastrana making their debut at the World Finals, and he'd only been behind the wheel of a monster truck a few times. So, you know, it could go both ways. I definitely see why you would take the wait-and-see approach. I'm just excited in general for the whole concept of him getting everything going and getting a team out there. I'm just excited to see what will happen, and I think that excitement will translate over to the rest of the fans too. You know, monster trucking is a great thing for – guys like Robbie Gordon to get into. I, I like it's just a win-win all around for the sport. Dustin, what are your thoughts on the Monster Energy truck and Robbie Gordon? I think Robbie Gordon's got a bright future if he decides to commit to this. Um, as far as what Josh was saying, I think you're really comparing apples to oranges here because Robbie Gordon has a really extensive off-roading background. He's always involved with you know desert racing. You know He runs Baja every year. He finished second in the Dakar uh, this past year. He's got a great background in off-road racing. He knows how to handle a truck. I think it won't take any time at all for him to get adapted. And he could be a player any time he shows up at an event. He's just that experienced of a driver. Interesting points all around. Now, see, we brought up another interesting point there. Seat time is seat time, but it's also an interesting concept of how quickly one can adapt. We've seen... Guys like Alex Blackwell come into the sport. He had a measure of success, but it did take him a while until he could run the way he wanted to and get an identity underneath him. Uh, Robbie brings his own identity to the sport, but it's going to be interesting to see how he runs. If he can run a certain style, you know, there's a Mintz style, there's a Pawkins style, there's an Anderson style. What's Robbie Gordon going to be like? You know, there's a lot of guys out there that have to sort of carve their niche and make their own identity. I think that's what Josh was getting at, is it's going to take a while before he digs in and really commits to the sport if he decides to do that. Out of the guys that have committed, though, we're seeing a concept of crossover, and I really like that. What are your guys' thoughts on guys like Pastrana coming over? Alex Blackwell came over from a motocross and background. Uh, George Bellhan even came over from Quad Wars. And you've seen all these guys that we're naming have done pretty well. So what are your thoughts on the whole crossover concept and do you think there's a driver that has succeeded more than any other crossover driver i think robbie that um i would say that i i actually like the crossovers i know there's a few people that might not i think i, I the reason i like it is just for the fact is that you know you got other people that want to enjoy the sport that you're in and hey they came from something else they're gonna have fans from there so hey maybe they don't like monster trucks and now the now those new bringing more fans in the monster trucks i mean we need the monster truck industry does need more fans. It's not exact. It's not like NASCAR is. Doesn't have that many fans. I personally like to see more TV coverage, but that's a discussion for another day. Um, things like that. I mean, I don't. I can't honestly say that one of the crossovers that you mentioned has been better than the other one. Um, I think they're all great athletes. Great. They they great drivers and everything like that. So, what do you guys think? Without a shadow of a doubt, the best crossover that we've had so far is driving that Air Force afterburner truck and Damon Bradshaw. But a guy that could be coming up just on his to coattails in maybe another year is Dana Creech. You can't count out Dana Creech whenever you go to the show. I don't know if you guys have seen the St. Louis show, but he ran Tom Mintz to the line and barely lost by a tire tread. 
maybe even the tongue on the, tuck, the front of the truck. I know that's a concept you wanted to get at, Dustin, when we were talking about this off-air. Uh, we had mentioned Dana Creech, and I think he kind of got overlooked this year, as weird as that sounds. You know, he, he didn't make the field for Vegas, but he had a strong year as a rookie, and he's a guy that, you know, he came right in, and, and he was going for it. He was aggressive in his driving. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, we discussed Dana Creech, actually, after the most recent on-track discussion we had with uh, drivers that we felt deserved a shot at the World Finals. And, yeah, Dana Creech was definitely one I think all of us forgot. And he has shown that he's got it. He's really adapted very fast to these trucks. Uh, we saw recently, you know, with the, uh, the uh, Central American shows, he was doing excellent down there. I think perhaps maybe being in a monster month that didn't get as much airtime as, you know, the others may have hurt him this year as far as getting his name out there. There was a lot of people, I think, at the beginning of the year saying, who is Dana Creech? Where did this guy come from? You know, and uh, it won't be a long time before he gets his name known in monster trucks. Definitely. Dana Creech coming from the background of uh, quad racing, same as George Bellhan. Uh, Bellhan had a great run at the World Finals this year. Dana Creech was there. Uh, helping pull trucks off the track, you know, get the safety aspect of things going. So I don't think it's going to be too long before we see him in some sort of truck in Las Vegas. Uh, he's that good. He's going to have that chance at some point, I believe, and adapted very quickly. Josh, you touched on that St. Louis show, and you and Chris were there. So give us a little perspective on that. You mentioned that he had a great round with uh, Mintz. Yeah, he had a great round with Tom Mintz. And one thing that I noticed was kind of a veteran move that you wouldn't expect out of a rookie team like that, but they took and put a sudden impact racing tire facing the opposite direction on the left front. And I noticed the year before in St. Louis, Tom Mintz did the same thing and was the fastest thing out there. And round by round that Dana went, yes, he lost twice, but he was getting faster and faster each round. And he gained a lot of experience and he had a great freestyle out there too. Definitely. What did you see out there, Chris? Well, abs well uh, I actually saw a little bit of a, um, a slightly different perspective than what Josh saw. I was actually uh, down on the floor uh, as a track crew member for the event, and I was more than impressed by the way Dana Creech drove. Um, looked very, very smooth, and you could uh, tell by the throttle rhythm and by how he was jumping the truck, you know, burping it at the right time, giving it that little bit of a... Uh, hitting the brakes just a little bit to bring the truck back down and more so in freestyle than in racing but you can definitely tell all of his years racing um racing quads throughout the country with the likes of john natalie and others he went out there and he looked pretty dang good for being a guy who's only to that point had about a month and a half of experience in driving a monster truck i really can't wait to see what the kid can do for 2011 he's looked very good at some of the tv events that i've also seen on speed so uh i think the sky's the limit for this kid you're listening to allmonster.com beyond the lens now we had an interesting discussion about all this crossover stuff i like the like where it's headed i like where the sport's headed because of the crossover um that whole st louis event has been a highlight show for years and it's only been added to every year and i couldn't put my finger on where i had heard the name dana creech when i found out he was going to be a third monster my driver i couldn't put my finger on it and then i remembered oh yeah he was running quads the real quad racing not quad wars but the real quad racing in st louis and he had been doing that for years i just found it really interesting okay hey you know we picked George Bellhan up from Quad Wars. You know, he had been involved in freestyle motocross, booking them and doing stuff like that. All this crossover appeal. 
And instead of bringing guys up from crew almost, I'm seeing more guys get handpicked out of other rides, you know, in other sports, in other forms of motorsports. Who do you think, if you guys could pick anybody, who would you pick out of another sport to drive a monster truck? Travis Pastrana, no doubt. He could bring popularity over to this sport that has not been seen since the likes of Dale Earnhardt Jr. in NASCAR, and that's my honest-to-God opinion on that. Pastrana, definitely a huge name there. Any others, guys? I'm going to hate saying this because I don't like the guy myself. Um, <laughs> Kyle Busch. A lot of people hate him. A lot of people love him. But the thing is, is right now he's in the headlines, and it seems every year that he's in the headlines. And, I mean, he just did me and Dustin off air – Last week we were talking about him, uh, about Kyle running the uh, Torque uh, Stadium Truck Series over there for Traxxas and everything, and I mean all the publicity they got for him. And I don't like the guy personally, but that aside, I think he he would do very well in the Mantra trucks. One more name I want to throw out real quick. Brian Deegan could do very well in a monster truck as well. He runs in the Torque Off-Road Series, and he won a championship, I believe, in Pro 2 two years ago? You guys, I don't know, two, maybe three yeah. years ago now. It's actually with the uh, Lucas Oil Series. He won the Pro Light Championship over Chris Brandt after uh, it was a very tight points race. Actually, Chris Brandt lost the championship over a, uh, a, a tech inspection uh, penalty in the final race. Wow. Well, there's definitely a lot of, those are a couple of big names there. Uh, well, actually, three big names there. I mean, that's a that's a star-studded field. I, I know that these guys are going to hear about Monster Jam and about Monster Trucks in general more and more. We'll see more crossover appeal. We'll see more things. Do you guys have any closing thoughts on this this whole concept of crossover? Actually, I do, Robbie. And uh, we were talking a few min- moments ago about some of the other um, some of the other names from some of the other types of motorsports that I'd like to see. And I'd like to bring up um, a few of my own suggestions. Um, number one would be. Uh, rally car driver ken block um ken's been doing great with the rally and has only been doing that a few years and has been looking very good um driving of course in the rally america series as well as x games and also uh he's done some world rally events out in europe um i think he could bring not only a lot in terms of um the younger generation that you know 18 to 35 demographic which pretty much in today's society really determines what's cool and what's not um also I could think of the sponsorship that he could bring up, not only with Monster Energy, but of course we also know Ken Block is the co-founder for DC Shoe Company, and that I think could really bring a lot of great publicity and great sponsorship into monster truck racing. All right, guys, so uh, we got the crossover and everything like that. Is there anything else we want to add? Anybody else? Well, it's it's a fantasy of mine, but Dale Earnhardt Jr.? (laughs) I don't know what he could do out there, but it'd be kind of cool to see the biggest name in NASCAR pop over in a Monster Jam just once to see how big the sport could be with him coming over. I know that there would be a sea of amp up into the crowd because he was... All of us know here that Paul Schaefer uh, a few years ago had a Dale Earnhardt Jr. sponsored monster truck, but the fact of the matter is, is how many people knew that other than maybe a select few that happened to be on the internet or happened to be around the monster trucks? I mean, I think that was, it was an awesome idea, everything like that, but I don't think it was marketed correctly, which in future episodes, we're going to have a long discussion about marketing, what we think, maybe help some promoters out, what, what could help them out. I think that's going to be it for this edition of AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. 
And that's it for this edition of the AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. On behalf of everyone here at the show, please tune in next time and thank you.